This is episode 11, February 28, 2016, with your host, Midnight Toker. What we're going to be talking about today is how to be a better stoner. I've got um, two lists for you. First list is the seven habits of highly effective high people from the Cannabis Stoner's Cookbook. Stoner's Cookbook. And second is a compilation of tips on how to be a stoner from Stoner Days. Okay, first of all, I'm feeling really good right now. I got some, uh, st- uh, getting low on store, so I accessed the Keef box. Um, my Keef box is low. I need to really clean out my grinder probably to get that, get that screen clean. Started off with Keef hit. Now I got another one set up for a little later. I'll do that in between my uh, two lists. Okay, so let's look at um, seven habits of highly effective high people. And just like anything else we use in life, it's a very fine line between use and abuse. It's no different from marijuana, cannabis, and often the stereotypes that society create have something more to do with the habits of those who abuse rather than use. So how can you make sure that you always fall outside the stoner stereotype? Make an effort to cultivate the habits of highly effective high people. All right. Uh, one thing that's good, I, I think we're coming out into a world where it's not going to be so necessary to hide your, hide yourself, but I still am. Midnight toker, right? So um, one of the things that's always been good, I feel, is when I when someone finds out that I am a cannabis consumer, most people are surprised and I find that good because I feel like I do have habits of highly effective high people um, been able to have family go to work and still get high so we hope those things continue hopefully the new job that I'm pursuing will be able to allow me to do that much more out in the open we shall see um, so, cultivation of the habits of highly effective high people. All this really means being conscious of your marijuana use, cannabis, and controlling it rather than letting it control you. It's a really easy practice to get into, and what you'll find is that cannabis becomes a part of your life rather than taking over it. And you begin to use it as a tool rather than let it use you. Alright, number one. Use tools, don't be one. If people are calling you a tool, it could potentially be true. Uh, I heard a story the other day from someone saying that their mother told them, if one person calls you a horse, uh, don't worry about it. If four people call you a horse, it might be time to go buy some hay. Eh. So, keep your cannabis use clean and tidy. Meaning, use the tools available to you to stay organized. Have your stash box, papers, grinder, pipe, Everything you might need to stay organized and keep your cannabis experience a ritual. Um, for the most part, I'm pretty good about that. Keeping things locked away, put away into a box, out of the way from things. The other day I got my bong down, and it still had water in it, and it spilled all over the place. And I had a chance to clean up things. And so that's not keeping things, but it was away in a box. Number two, choose your strain to suit you. So many different strains. Um, plenty of stoners for all these strains to satisfy. So choose what you're smoking wisely. We've got the indica, 
into Couchtica. Stay in Couch Lock. And then we've got the Sativa Diva. Do, do some more things. Sativa Diva in the morning, into Couchtica in the evening. Uh, if you don't know which strain you like best, you can use something called terpenes. They adjust the smell of cannabis, and that's a good indication as to what your body is wanting. Okay, number three, maximize relaxation. You might be the kind of stoner that believes that watching moves all throughout your stoner experience is the best way to relax. Okay, uh, we had a fun time with this the other night at THC Club. A couple of us sitting around, and uh, Jay's being passed around, Crispy's eaten, and it felt... It was very funny to talk about how conscious we were of where our hands were. We were all getting nervous about how we're sitting, how our legs are crossed, if we're sitting too far up, too far close, if we're saying too much. I think that's what this is talking about. If you're not really close with the people that you're around when that's happening, it can be a uh, bad experience. But it was fun for us talking about it. If you haven't tried being creative, you could be extremely surprised. Wasting the energy of your stoned experiences would cause you to feel tired, nervous, or unrelaxed. You should use that energy for something creative, something you can flow with. And what you'll find is that your experience is much more relaxing. You could try learning a musical instrument. I play guitar. Love it. At least once a week, playing down here, learning new songs. If, you, if you're a beginner in guitar, guitar tabs is awesome. I can't believe that people... I'm so lucky to have that now that I can just look up stuff instead of trying to figure it out. Um, THC Club had a silk scarf painting class last week, and that looked fun. Just drawing, taking a pencil and drawing circles. You could uh, learn a language. I know a little bit of German. Sprecher Sie Deutsch. Sprecher Sie Deutsch. Spanish. Kitchen Spanish, only from my experiences working in restaurants. Uh, adult coloring book. Mm, those can be fun too, just coloring, drawing. Or guided meditation. Those yoga classes are going to be coming around. Um, cannabis, smoke up before the class and go take the class. Relax. Number four, only smoke with your best buds. Mm, what is this going to be about? Is this about the cannabis itself or your friends? It's probably going to be about friends. Choosing your circle of friends is really important. Like we talked about earlier, it's fun to talk about your anxieties and questions and experience it when you're around people you care about and they care about you. No judges. Like any other psychedelic compound, we are extremely open to the moods and emotions of others we are, when we are using cannabis. This means it's best for you to surround yourself with other smokers that uplift you rather than bring you down. Uh... Another experience at THC Club. person joined us at the table, pulled out some Blue Dream, which was very nice. Rolled up a J of that. And um, good mood. And things are going good. And then just started bringing in some, uh, I don't know about real life, but just talking about being uh, happy that where we are where we are. And which is good. It is good to be happy where you are and you have a full brain and you can sing, dance, and play and some people don't enjoy that luxury be grateful for what you have but to dwell on other people's misery uh, enjoy what you have, sing, dance, and play help those around you to sing, dance, and play how they can um, surround yourself with people that want to sing, dance, and play
you can feel the energy dropping in your circle of stoners, it might be time to step away and find a new circle. Amen to that. Number five, don't get chewed up by the munchies. This is probably one of the hardest habits to take up because it's a real test of control. But controlling your munchies doesn't mean refraining from eating, enjoying your heightened sense of taste and smell. Choose what you eat wisely. There's nothing wrong with indulging every now and then. If you're smoking all the time, replace oily fast food with fresh fruits and vegetables. They're more satisfying to eat and they're better for you. Even your sense of sight is heightened when you use cannabis. So a good rule of thumb is eat colorful. Carrots. Had a carrot the other day when I was high, and it was great. Texture of the carrot, the taste, the sweetness. Good carrot. Peppers. I like peppers. All different kinds of peppers. Um, a long time ago, when I first started smoking, I had a friend of mine who talked about when you... After you eat, you kind of come down off your high. And I kind of always wanted to be more higher, so I... I kind of separate that in my brain. I have got got away from the munchy factor. Don't eat when I am high. Oh, sometimes I can. Sometimes I get grossed out by it. Particularly sometimes meat when, when high. Uh, but um, love it all. Love eating. Desserts are fun when you're when you've been token. But um, eat colorful. Mm, Sunday bar. I can imagine. Wait until weed o'clock. This is really simple. You actually know when is an appropriate time to use cannabis and when is not appropriate time to do so. If you're using cannabis to relax after a long day of work or a hard gym session, you're probably fine. That's really benefiting your life. But probably not a good idea to smoke a joint before rushing off to work in a peak hour traffic or before you most important business meeting. Agreed. Because you just won't want to be there. You won't enjoy it. Why waste it? You and your top game. Unless your top game is, is the Cannabis Olympics. <laughs> One day. Number seven, stay high all the time. Inhale the good vibes, exhale the bad vibes. Cannabis is an extremely powerful tool to help you learn about yourself and help you enjoy life more as a result. Even though it's less likely to become addicted to cannabis than other substances such as tobacco and caffeine, it's still possibly become emotionally dependent. So take time to reflect on your use and whether or not it is used or abused. Self-reflection enables you to be constantly checking yourself keeping yourself in good health and truly keeps you high all the time. This means you have less of a need to smoke cannabis and more of a loving longing to use it and the experience. Self-reflection enables you to be constantly checking yourself. Keeping yourself in good health and truly keeps you high all the time. This means you have less of a need to smoke cannabis and more of a loving longing to use it and the experience will become even more enjoyable. Are there any more habits we can think of? Are there any habits you're looking to get rid of yourself? Hmm. Big habit is eating. That's a good one to drop while you're been smoking. Um, I've been looking at this uh, heath pipe right now, and right now I'm gonna while we're in between Stoner's Cookbook and Stoner Days, take time to hit this collection of heath that's been gathered over the last couple weeks of the many different flavors. Let's see, Sensi Star, Blueberry, Blueberry is Blueberry Kush, Grapefruit, that may be it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Three, and there's, prob there's one thrown in there that I didn't know what the name was. So, here we go. 
Ooh, flattery. Alright, back to our lists. This one's a good one too. 10 tips on how to be a stoner. Hopefully some of these will come in handy. <laughs> one of the pictures is uh, right away there's a guy with a bong with his mouth completely over the bong piece like he's deep throating a big cock. Um, sorry to go there, but um, he, there's... One of my friends, the first time he picked up a bong, I had a little bubbler, a little purple bubbler. And we were hitting it and pass it to him, and he sticks his mouth over the whole thing, and oh, it was so funny. It's good to be among friends when those moments happen. Uh, okay, number one. Uh, ladies, nail polish is a flammable substance. Beware of lighting bowls while in winding areas or in roofing cars with windows down. I had a friend um, hold a joint out the front of the car and the whole cherry flew back and landed on my brother's back burned it, gave him a little scar you know, not any big deal but it's that's pretty funny be careful of that um, I've definitely um, tried to light bowls in windy areas and lost my whole bowl flying out eh, yeah. I'm not sure about the nail polish thing I've never seen nails light up I would think it would be people don't use their nails to going bowls, do they? Yeah, probably do. I always have some. Number two. If you think you're getting hungry, make a healthy snack ahead of time. Okay, this is what we talked about earlier with eating snacks. I don't know about all you, but I love pizza more than any other food. It's just so convenient when I've been smoking for hours to have it ready. Maybe some apple, cinnamon, yogurt, bananas, carrots, peppers, those things. Number three. Don't fake inhale. I've had so many friends that blow through my weed because they don't actually inhale it into their lungs. While ghosts and tricks are cool, if you're just going to spoo, spit, and smoke all over the place after you take a hit, give up before you start, especially if it's not your beat. Don't fake inhale. I don't think I've... I have never noticed anyone fake inhaling. I've definitely noticed wet J's past me. One of my biggest pet peeves of J's is getting a J to you. It is sopping wet. How do you pull smoke through that thing? Uh, um, I don't. I don't think my lips ever even touch the paper. When, when I get get it, hold it between your fingers, put your lips up to your fingers, take a drag. No reason to be lipping that thing. And ugh. all right, number four, corner the bowl. Ah, I talked about this in one of my first episodes. If you get caught torching the whole bowl by sticking the entire lighter right to the center, someone is going to take away the bowl and you'll be in a sober quarantine because no one wants to smoke with a noob. I've never um, had someone do that in a situation, but I've definitely seen seen people take full green hits. When I'm in a group, even when I'm by myself, I take the corner hits because I like to get all those green hits. Corner hits all the way around, then the last one in the center. Maybe like eating a donut. Or what else? I don't know. Yeah, definitely take corner hits. And I've seen the people who abuse that whole big green. Number five, learn to roll. And learn to do it well. People are always impressed with dope rolling skills. Even more if you can produce a strawberry banana split blunt covered in keef. 
There's some crazy blunt wrapped flavors out there. When I smoke a lot of blunts, that combination was always my favorite. But yes, learn to roll and you'll have captivated the hearts of all your stoner friends. Definitely a skill to um, acquire. It's definitely good to acquire that skill. Now, I've got a funny story about that, learning how to roll joints. First started out um, really knowing what I was doing. Nah, not really knowing what I was doing, but really smoking some. In Hawaii, usually smoked out of pipes. Um, not really even used to what it looked like. Would buy it, kind of smoke it. Um, not the dirt weed I was used to getting in um, <laughs> 48 states. So, being there, one time after work, whenever this one woman's house, she's Hawaiian, we're waiting for other people to get off work, waiting for a cousin. She pulls out some nugs, throws them on the table, and tells me to roll one up. Never rolling a joint at that, at that point. I mean, I was smoking out of corncob pipes and things. Um, I look down at it, I got a paper, I pull out two buds, and I put two buds in the paper. And I try to roll these two buds. Didn't even break it up at all. Nothing. She just starts laughing. What are you doing, Howley? Just laughing, laughing, laughing. Um, sets me down. Get those out of there. Break that up. Okay, showed me what I was doing. Uh, rolled it. It was horrible. It was all messed up. We smoked anyway. She said, we're going to smoke it. That's your first time. So we smoked it. It was bad. But it worked. We got done. Over the years, that skill has gotten better and better, and it's nice to pull out a nice, nice hand spun, spun J. Very nice to roll to have that. I would, the, at the THC club, there was someone rolling them in a, in a machine. Machines are nice. Those little hand rollers—they come out perfect every time. It's nice to have some craft without the machine. Um, correct? Maybe not. Maybe not. We've got, let's see, number six. Try not to fall asleep. Everyone has a limit of how much they can smoke before they curl up in a ball and fall into a deep sleep. Know your limit, and when you think you've had enough, just say pass. If someone calls you names for doing that, you have every right to tell them off. Why smoking yourself into a coma is totally acceptable when it's 1 a.m. It's not so much when you're a friend on this couch. Um, agreed. Sometimes people just keep offering because they feel like if that southern hospitality, maybe. You, if you keep on eating, you always got to leave some on your plate in the south. If you keep eat, if you empty your plate, they're going to fill it back up. You can always say, no, I'm done. Leave some on your plate. You're full. You're done. It's, it's fine to say you've had enough. There's all different levels. It, it hasn't seemed like um, alcohol in the world to me. Like when I was a kid, people calling calling you names for not being able to uh, drink enough. It's not that way with smoke. It hasn't seemed to be. And hate to fall asleep on the couch if you got somewhere to be. Number seven, don't sit on the joint. It's cool that you're sharing the hilarious story of how your best friend got hammered and fell in the shallow river last weekend, but there are other people in the room that want to get high and you're roadblocking them. I probably do this one a lot. I like to talk, as you can tell. I got a little podcast here going on. But when I try not to sit on the joint, try to pass it, I usually sit on the pipe a long time. Hold the pipe and I get the lighter, and then I'm still talking, and then I get it, and I just gotta 
take a hit and go, but then I forget what I'm talking about usually. It's, maybe that's classic. At this point, uh, don't sit on the joint. Don't bow guard it, right? Pass it. Even puff, puff, pass, that seems to come at the very end. I don't know about in the beginning for some people. Didn't puff, pass. I know I'm going to get small puff, puff, pass. Eight. Carry a bottle of water with you at all times, especially when you're going to hang out with friends and smoke. When you take a hit and call for days, it's easier to have a bottle of water right next to you than attempt an ask someone for a glass of something. It's one of the first uh, smoke sessions I got into in California. Uh, wife and I were living in Humboldt County and uh, was working a temp job. We were building uh, racks of things and we had a break. Everyone went outside. I went to my car, got a jug of water and everyone's hanging out in a circle and I walked over and joined them asking anybody if they want some water yeah, kind of cool. and as I'm standing there I realized I could smell something What's, and I looked down to my right in, in the guy's hands uh, Jay smoking and uh, he says uh, I looked down and I was like whoa like well we weren't sure we weren't sure about you and I mean like hell yes that was the first some of the first smoke I was getting there in Humboldt um, passed it around and uh, got a connection that way so bottle of water saved me that day and got me into some good times number nine always clean the bottled water after smoking that water in there gets nasty and can begin to grow mold if you let it sit for too long it's not that hard to dump the bottled water out and refill it plus how good do fresh water bong hits taste and the same difference between clean and dirty bong water. I agree. I never... It's, I have a lot of old bong water sitting around. I had a friend that had a bong just sit behind the couch all the time and it would just stank. It would always have the same water in it. Um, I don't know why I just didn't clean it out myself, but I'm usually pretty good about it cleaning, cleaning the bong out. But like I said earlier, it spilled all over the place trying to empty it. Good glass bong. I need to get a new one probably some great bubblers uh, number 10 if someone smokes you up you are not allowed to complain about the quality of the weed someone's nice enough to share their stash with you if the weed is in the dank stank at least you're with good people right they're sharing remember you can submit more standard tips if you, can, if you want you can email me at uh, midtokernp at hotmail.com um one of the things that I just remembered as a good tip, great tip, after you just smoke and you have that smoke smell on you, and particularly if you have a beard, um, just take some water, splash your face with water, wipe your face off. Good technique to get that initial uh, smoke smell out. All right. Lots of good tips this week. Um, lots of things going on with licensing. I am still not into that yet. Watch the meetings. We are real close. Got some property we're looking at really soon. Maybe tonight, next couple days. Stay tuned to see how Good Sense does. Alright. I'm gonna... Let's... Yeah, let's finish this out. We got some... Let's get some Keith in here. I forgot. Forgot, forgot, forgot. So... That Keith is getting harder to get to because there's not a lot left. But let's go out strong, right? Let's go out strong. 
here's to good luck for a property, right? Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud at Far North Tokers. See ya.